खिलाफत के अमी हम हैं अमानत हम संभालेंगे जो नेमत छिन वी बिलीव इन इक्वेलिटी ऑफ ह्यूमन बीइंग्स इन द रूल ऑफ लॉ एंड वी आर अगेंस्ट ऑल टाइप्स ऑफ ऑपरेशन वेलकम टू द एमकेए यूएसए वाइब रन बाय मजलिस खुदामल अहमदिया यूएसए America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. We're here to share a weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected imams and wisdom from different sources. Khalifa ke labon se jo gulo jo har bikharte hain. When it comes to the combining of prayers, There are two types of weaknesses one is doctrinal and the other is in practice if in practice a person has weakness and he is in the habit of combining prayers then that is a weakness that he slowly works on to try and improve it is something that there is gradual step by step process to but if a person has a doctrinal weakness in this issue then it's something that is important to be corrected immediately it is important to be corrected quickly Now the practice of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam of Hazrat Masih Muhammad alayhi salam and of the Khulafa was to observe prayers five daily prayers at their separate and correct times to combine the prayers was an exception but at times it is seen that justification is given for the regular combining of prayers which is doctrinally incorrect and so to correct that is of paramount importance on this issue now one of the reasons that is sometimes given is that since Hazrat the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam prophesied about Hazrat Masih Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam that tujma'u lahu salah that prayers will be combined for him so that is why we combine prayers in our lives regularly or we combine prayers in the masjid but when we look at the way that Hazrat Masih Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam himself practiced and understood this hadith we find it completely different and completely opposite to this there was a time period of about 6 months where hazrat masih muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam continuously combined prayers because of his illness and also because of extreme busyness in writing the tafsir of the holy quran and this period of time he considered to be the special fulfillment of this prophecy and this hadith of tujma'u lahu salah and also it was something that he only applied particularly to himself during this time period he writes that jis din hum zyada bimari ki wajah se bilkul nahi aa sakte us din namazein jama nahi hoti He says that on the days that because of illness I am unable to come to the masjid on those days namaze are not combined. He says that or is hadith ke alfaaz se ye maloom hota hai ki Hazrat Rasool Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam ne pyar ke tareeq se ye farmaya hai ki uski khatir aisa hoga. He says that from the wording of this hadith we see that this was an expression of love from the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that this will be done for the Messiah of the latter days. So even the sahaba Abu Zaid Masimud alayhi salatu wasalam in his presence during the time period where this hadith was specially being fulfilled did not use this hadith as an excuse to combine prayers so how far is it for someone to use this hadith and this prophecy or the example of Abu Zaid Masimud alayhi salam as an excuse for regularly combining prayers in their lives in fact the practice of Abu Zaid Masimud alayhi salatu wasalam throughout his life was to observe prayers separately it is narrated in Siratul Mahdi that during this period of 6 months one of the sahaba raised a question that perhaps some people will have an objection of why prayers are being combined for such a long period of time and hazrat masih maud alayhi salatu wasalam expressed displeasure at this 
He said that what is happening during these days is happening according to the revelation of Allah Almighty. It is happening according to the direct guidance that Allah Ta'ala has given. And so it should not have been that an objection was made. But people should have husn zan, they should think well of me. So we see from this narration that the practice of Hazrat Masih's life was so well established of five prayers at their separate times that when for a period of a few months the prayers were combined continuously in fulfillment of this hadith at that time it actually became a source of some confusion for a few of the companions so this is the established practice of Hazrat Masih he said even during this particular time period that some people might think that we do this out of laziness he says that taban or fitratan isko pasand karta hu ki namaz apne waqt par ada ki jaye aur namaz mauqoot mauqoot ho he says that it is part of my nature that i love the observance of prayers at their correct times and it is something that is very dear to me balki sakht matr mein bhi yahi chahta hu ki namaz apne waqt par ada ki jaye that even in a case of heavy rain where it is permissible to combine prayers even then my heart desires that prayers should be observed at their separate times. And another reason that is sometimes given for why the prayers should be combined regularly is because of how in the winter months the days are short and so there is not enough gap between the prayers. And in the summer months the days are long and then Isha Nimaz becomes too far into the evening and so for this reason we should combine Maghrib Isha in the summer and Zohar Asr in the afternoons. This is, comes from a guidance that Huzur has given. In fact, it is a practice of Huzur in London. And he has given permission that in northern areas, the prayers can be combined for two months in the winter for Zohar Asr and in the summer for two months at the Maghrib Isha time. But here also, we have to remember what a northern area is. Sometimes people are misled by the climate of London and don't realize how far north it is. If we look at its distance from the equator, where it lies on the latitudinal line, we find that it is as far north as Calgary is. Now, when we look here in North America, Toronto and Montreal have much more harsh winters than London does, but they're much further south. They have a longer daytime than London does. But Calgary, which is far north, is a city that has extremely harsh winters. Its weather is not comparable to London. So weather is not something that is a determinant factor. It is a distance from the equator. And Calgary and London, they have about the same amount of daylight hours during every day because they have the same distance from the equator. So this is what is meant by a northern area. Now here in North America, sometimes people consider certain areas to be northern even though they are not really that north. For example, Washington DC. It lies on about the same latitudinal line as, in fact, it is a little bit south of Madrid in Spain. It is a bit south of Istanbul and Ankara in Turkey. Houston, Texas lies on a latitudinal line that runs through northern Africa. It runs through the north of Saudi Arabia. We're actually a little bit further south than Qadiyan. We're on the same line as Cairo. We're much further south than Jerusalem. So we have more daylight time than Qadiyan India does today as we have today. So the hours of the day, the times of the prayer, these are the normal times of prayer. It's not that in winter they are so short that it is an unusual time in the northern areas and this was not the intention of Allah Almighty that we observe five daily prayers at these times. This is the exact commandment of Islam that inna salata kanat kitaba mawkuta that the prayers are enjoined upon the believers at distinct hours and times. And whether it is the winter or the summer for a place like Houston or any other place in general the United States these are the normal times of prayer. So here also this is no valid 
or logically consistent reason to say that for this reason we are consistently combining the prayers. So this is also another doctrinal issue that sometimes arises. Then the third reason that is sometimes given is that since there are more people gathered in the masjid for one prayer and not as many people who can join for the next prayer, so we should combine the prayers at Zuhr time because not as many people come for Asr or some other example of a namaz is given. But here when we go to any masjid in the world, there is almost always more attendance at Zuhr time than there is at Asr time. The Holy Quran has described Salatul Wusta, that we should be specifically mindful of it. And many Mufassireen have speculated that this Salatul Wusta refers to Salatul Asr because it is neglected more than any other prayer. So any masjid that we go to in the world, Salatul Asr always has a lesser attendance than Salatul Zuhr. So that doesn't mean that we start combining Salatul Zuhr in every single masjid just because there is more of a jamaat at the time of Salatul Zuhr. This is not a consistent reasoning. In fact, just because a congregation is large or small does not mean that that congregation has more blessings in it. Whoever comes to the masjid with good intentions and observes Bajamat, they receive the same reward in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. We don't get a better reward because there are more people who happen to come to the masjid at that time. So to combine prayers at one time because we imagine that there is more reward in more people being gathered together, this is something that's not based on anything that can be generally applied. And also one reason that is given is that since we're not able to make it back for Asr time, or since we're not able to make it back after Maghrib for Isha time, or whatever the reason is, for that reason we combine in the masjid. So here also it should be remembered that the Holy Prophet said that Juilat liyal ardu masjidan wa tahura. The entire world has been made a masjid for me and a means of purification. In commentary of this hadith, Hazrat Mirza Bashir Ahmad wrote that as a result of this, a Muslim can offer prayers anywhere and as and when the time for his prayer comes. And he does not require a special place for worship like followers of other faiths. This was necessary in order to facilitate the extreme the extensive campaign of the Muslims to carry the message of Islam all over the world. So it was inevitable that as Muslims became spread out, as we are today, there would not be a masjid on every corner. It is farz to go to the masjid for the namaz where we are close to the masjid. Even a blind person was told that if you hear the azan, then you must observe namaz in the masjid. But as the Muslims become spread out, as we are here in Houston, then it is not possible for a person to come for all five of the prayers. And when a person cannot come back for the prayer, then his home becomes his masjid. Wherever he is becomes his masjid. If this physical place of a masjid carries more blessings, then that means someone living in Louisiana is deprived of blessings. That means someone who is not close to a masjid is living a life that is deprived of spiritual blessings. So when a person genuinely cannot make it to the masjid, then his home becomes his masjid. And Bajamat Namaz within his home carries the same reward as Bajamat Namaz in the masjid. Huzur Ayyadaullah Ta'ala bin Asr al-Aziz gave guidance in Baitul Rahman a few years ago that jahan bohut zyada majburi hai wahan agar kareeb ahmadi ghar hai to kisi ghar mein jama ho ke gharon mein baajmat namaz ki adaigi ho sakti hai jahan akele ghar hai wahan apne ghar mein apne apne biwi bachchon ke sath baajmat namaz ki adaigi ki koshish karni chahiye taki bachchon ko bhi namaz baajmat ki ahmiyat ka pata chale he says that where there is no choice there ahmadis who live nearby each other should gather together for congregational prayers and where a person is alone there he should observe congregational prayers with his wife and his children so that they become familiar, his children become familiar with the importance of the observance of congregational prayers at their correct time. So when we observe the congregational prayers here at the masjid, this is why we have separate times. 
If a person can come for zuhr, but he is not able to make it back for asr, then he can observe asr prayer at his home. He can observe it bajamat. It is a genuine reason. But to combine the prayers at zuhr time just because he can't come at asr time is not based on any, any valid reasoning. So this is also why whenever we have a local program here, Sunday classes on Sunday or any other day, we don't combine the prayers because everyone leaves after namaz zuhr and then they're at home at the time of Salat al-Asr and they can observe their Asr prayers comfortably without any obstacle, without any hindrance in the observance of prayers at their correct time. Now, the reason why it's important to recognize these doctrinal issues is that when we begin to justify things for whatever reason that comes to our mind, then in fact it is a type of disrespect to the teachings of Islam. It shows that there is no wisdom in it. If we can just make up any reason that we want to off the top of our head, it means that there is no logic behind or no consistent logic behind the teachings of Islam. When it comes to any issue, when it comes to fiqh or jurisprudence or anything, there is a wisdom behind it. There is a flexibility that Islam has given us and there is a principle that Islam has given us. We can use our discretion on the flexibility, but we can't use it on the principle. When Islam has taught, when the established practice of the Holy Prophet is the observance of prayer at their five separate times, then Islam has not given us the flexibility to come up with our own reasoning to justify the regular combining of prayers on a daily basis throughout our lives, or to combine it more often than not. Whatever it is, our regular prayers should be separate more often, and the combining of prayers is what should be the exception. And also, when it comes to the combining of prayers, when we use that flexibility, when we use a reason to justify the combining of prayers, then it should be based on some principle that is an established statement or the practice of the Holy Prophet ﷺ or Hazrat Masih or the Khulafa. And even if there's not something specifically there, there should be a consistent logic in the ijtihad as well. That also shows a respect for these principles of Islam. But if it is not based on any sunnah or any practice, and also the ijtihad that we use is self-contradictory. It's just an excuse that we make for our own selves. Then that is an approach which is incorrect. Now we have, for example, here in Masjid Baitul Sami, we observe the prayers at their separate times. But on Juma, we combine the prayers at Asr time. This is something that we have a level of flexibility on. We can observe them combined or we can observe them separately. Presently, we observe them combined on the assumption that most of the people who come here go back to work or have to go back to classes. And since in the winter time they're not able to make it home before the sun sets, so they don't have a reasonable opportunity to observe Asr time before they get home. So this is why as long as us, uh, the sun sets before 6 o'clock on this particular day of Juma, we combine. And this is also because as Masih generally gave the guidance, someone asked him that when I'm at work, then my supervisor doesn't give me ample opportunity. He expresses some displeasure when I try to leave for prayer. He said that Khuda Ta'ala ne zuroorton ke waqt jama'i salatain rakha hai. Zuhur aur asr ki namaz aisi halat mein jama' karke par lein. That in such situations, Allah Ta'ala has given flexibility. And if you find yourself in that kind of a situation, then you can combine zuhur and asr. So it's based on that reasoning, that particularly on Juma for a couple of months we combine it, but also if we find that most of the people are able to make it home or don't have this issue at their work or whatever the reason is or don't go back to work after Juma, then of course in that situation then we'll go back even in the winter months to observing Salat al-Asr separately. So these points are important with a sense of general reformation that we should take 
that in practice we should strive slowly and gradually to observe the five daily prayers at their separate times. But there's also a sense of urgency on doctrine, that if we have a doctrinal mistake, that we're making up a wrong excuse for our own convenience in a way that undermines the teachings of Islam and disrespects the wisdom behind it, then that is something that should be corrected immediately. Now finally, as a last point on spirituality, why should we observe the prayers at their five separate times? What is the benefit of it? Here, Hazrat Masima has said that it is my conviction that a person who observes prayer in their appropriate way with concentration for even 10 days, he will experience the illumination of heart. And so this advice of Hazrat Masima we can keep in our hearts when we move forward to try and observe the prayers at their proper times. And regularly, he says that Dekho ek mariz jo tabib ke paas jata hai Or uska nuska istamal karta hai Agar das bis din tak usse koi fayda na ho To wo samajhta hai ki tashkis ya ilaj mein koi galati hai Phir ye kya andher hai Ki saal ha saal se namazin parte hai Or uska koi asar mehsus or mashhud nahi hota Mera to ye mazhab hai ki agar das din bhi namaz ko sunwar kar padhe To tanvir kalb ho jati hai He says that look, if a person who is a patient who is suffering from an illness goes to a doctor and he uses his prescription and there is no effect after 10 or 20 days, then he assumes that there must have been some mistake in the diagnosis. So what darkness are people living in that for year after year they continue observing prayers but they don't witness any change that it has on, my li- on their lives. Azur says that it is my conviction that if a person observes the prayers with their correct concentration and fulfilling their rights for even 10 days, then he will experience an illumination of his heart. So with these points, here in the masjid we observe the five daily prayers at their separate times. Those of us who are able to make it should make a special effort to make it, especially since the Salat Ashra is beginning um, tomorrow um, or from December the 1st. So this is a special 10 days. And those of us who are unable to make it back to the masjid for the next namaz, then we should make it our habit to observe prayers in congregation in our homes with our families. Or if our family is not there, then even we can observe it individually at home. And if we make a genuine effort to come to the masjid and to observe congregational prayer, and we are unable to, then that prayer, even if it is alone at home, carries the blessings of congregational prayer at the masjid. So may Allah Almighty grant us regularity in prayers. You've been listening to the MKA Vibe by Majlis Qudamal Ahmadiyya USA, America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. Subscribe to get more of our weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected Imams and wisdom from different sources. Tweet us your ideas and thoughts at Muslim Youth USA.